That's the first thing you say when you do something embarrassing. No, you gotta leave it in. Could have been diarrhea. You don't know. Hey, where's Marcus? I'm Atrax. And I'm Nick. We are working class nerds. Cue the intro. right we are working class nerds the podcast that gives you no information about your favorite information today is thursday october the 5th 2023 and you can find this 218 podcast on apple podcast buzzsprout google podcast spotify and anywhere you can find podcasts in the galaxy except for stitcher <laughs> and you can also find every single working class nerds episode on youtube just search for the Working Class Nerds podcast or go to youtube.com slash at Working Class Nerds. Click on playlist, click on Working Class Nerds, and boom! Every episode past and present right there, right at your <coughs> fingertips, ready for your listening pleasure. And if you really want to find Marcus, you can watch him play video games every Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday at kick.com slash MarcusB814. As soon as he builds his computer, that is. And you can watch me play video games Friday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time PM, that is, at twitch.tv slash A underscore Atrex. And you can watch me play video games on select Monday nights at twitch.tv slash NickVern51. And you can also find everybody on social media. Find Marcus at MarcusB814. I am at Atrex underscore A. And I am at NickVern. That's what is you can be on in this week's episode. We are finally going to be able to get a full, complete, and entire sentence oh, out. Uh, wait, hold on. Actually, we, we have to we have to do the intro over. We have to start. We have to start over. We did it wrong. Completely wrong. It's it's all off. It's it's completely wrong. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Joey Feta, aka Mr. Frozen Cheddar, aka Cheddar underscore Mini underscore Panic, aka the Nerds Community Manager, is our guest this week. So welcome back, Joey. And uh, what have you been up to? Yeah, well, thank you for the introduction. Even though I was pretend Marcus during the real introduction. <laughs> um, so it's absolutely fantastic to be back hanging out with you two fine gentlemen. Hell um, yeah! What absolutely. have I been up to? Hmm. Believe it or not, this time I actually have some video game news to talk about. Woo -woo. I've been Let's hardcore go. addicted to Overwatch 2. Overwatch uh -oh. 2? You Overwatch mean Overwatch 2. 1? Overwatch 1 reskinned. <laughs> you mean <laughs> right. Steam's most negatively reviewed game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear about it. But I, I, I would love to hear about this. Like a hooker on crack. No, it's I, I've, had, I've, had, I've had stints of, of Overwatch play. I played it yeah. too when it came out first. I get it. It's the I think I mean I don't think Overwatch Two is a bad game I just think it's so it gets similar old to fast. O yeah it's just like shallow ish you know what I mean absolutely go play TF Two but sorry I didn't mean to oh Joey clicked the mute button on his headset there he goes and it was on purpose it was on, uh, I didn't want to burp in everyone's ears that's kind of disgusting why Marcus does uh, it every week yeah uh, but I'm like, not Marcus I pretend Marcus and then continues his thought. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted for future belch. Uh. Anyways. Meanwhile. 
back on the ranch. You were saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've just been playing Overwatch 2 as far as video games go. Uh, it's been an absolute ball. Um, who have you but been I leave as? mad every time. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> and it's mad okay. Every time. Unfortunate. Yeah. Hey, and what's your What's your favorite role and character? I play tank, dude. I have no brain. All I got to do is stand there. Oh, do, do you, you play Roadhog? I don't play Roadhog. Oh, you play Reinhardt. I play Orisa. Okay. Oh, nice. Orisa's fun. I actually I played Orisa before. Yeah, she actually got a rework in Overwatch Two, which means I'm a little spoiled because that's who I played in Overwatch One. All right. So, oh, nice. She's a little bit different. Which one? Wait, which fun. one's Arisa? I might be for fucking that up. Arisa's the robot chick that like thing. throws out the shields. Not right. anymore. She also, not anymore. Oh, that's right. Not anymore. Does she still have her like pole, her little gravity ball thing? Oh, Arisa. Yeah, yeah. That's I've been probably saying it wrong. Arisa. Yes. Welcome to New Bondi. I remember that map is cool. Mm. That's one of the few PlayStation games that I played because the majority of my friends. <laughs> were on PlayStation that played it. It's just a fun game to play with friends. You know? Yeah, man. It's yeah. not like I'm going to jam on it by myself because I will, like, caught myself. Oh, right. who's playing Overwatch 2, I- if I had to guess? Ethan? Go for it. Give it a guess. Ethan or Yarden? No, Min and uh, oh, Dario Min. over yeah. across the pond. That was... Yeah, I couldn't... Wait, how... Yeah, I don't know how I would have Ethan be playing Overwatch 2. I feel like it's... No, he just got back on land. Right, and he's he was underwater. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And Yarden's a Call of Duty guy, if I recall correctly. Yeah, big time. But, but anywho, lots of fun. That's what's up. Yeah, and so, of course, painting all the time. Yeah, what you're painting uh, up. You're painting up a storm. On like when you send me photos and stuff. Is that mostly commission work? Um, recently it has been. A lot of commission work has been rolling through. I have a pretty big backlog, but then um, I also got invited to a very special project that's near dear to my heart, mm-hmm. and that is to be one of the first American content creators for Moonstone. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so we have a video production crew that we're going to be working with to do some instructional videos and then film some battle report games, as well as showcase some of the characters. And they have a new Kickstarter that's actually coming out on Tuesday, so we're trying to get it moving to be close to that. Hell yeah, that's wicked cool. That's yeah. awesome. Oh really shit! Really excited, dude. That's sweet. Well, obviously, tell us where how we can help, and we can post the links everywhere and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, as soon as it gets moving. So um, the production crew just bought a third camera for additional angles, um, and obviously, we have to keep painting up our models because who wants to you know show a promotional video with? unpainted models yeah of course absolutely and because i am super extra i'm making a diorama board for the game of course so it's going to be three by three multi-level complete like turfed up with grass and i 3d printed a handful of buildings to put on it in this like wonky whimsical fantasy style yeah i think i think i saw those were those drawing i've been keeping you updated they just got primed i have to paint them up and uh then we got to glue them to this board so. That's that's fucking that's awesome, awesome, man. Mm, I can't wait. I'm pumped for you. Yeah. I'll be sending more pictures as it gets closer in the Discord if you want to keep tabs. Sure. Of, of, of course. And if you're not yeah. in the Working Class Nerds Discord, check the show notes. It'll be there, and you can yep. see Feta's awesome mini paintings. I've really been appreciating the updates because I think it's super cool, but I don't have the like dexterity to paint 
really. Oh, nor do I. I've seen. I well, but I've seen your some of your your figurines, dude. They're like they're tiny. Yeah, like you know what I'm talking about, Nick. Right? Like you have that face. Like, come on. Yeah, you 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 clearly have the skill. Like, I tried to paint a medical droid for I think for Legion, and like I I couldn't even. Yeah, basically, it was like. You know when you give a two-year-old like a coloring book and they have to stay in the lines and they just don't even know the concept of lines? And they yeah. just scribble all over it in different colors? That's what I basically did with the droid. It was like, I know I'm trying to do this, but my hands don't make those shapes. So Yeah, like this kind of <laughs> goes here and this kind of goes here and it's a yeah. figurine. It's fine. Like it's Enjoy- not perfect. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Feta I- here was, was very polite, but... It was terrible, and then he painted over it after, as he should. <laughs> it, yeah. it wasn't terrible. It was appropriate for your, you know, skill, skill at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also, I remember in kindergarten uh, on my report card, it said, uh, lacks fine motor skills. So I, oh. I think that oh. probably carried through. <laughs> Didn't outgrow that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not completely, my, anyways. <laughs> if my aim in video games sucks and I play video games all the time, I've got no chance with painting, man. Like it, it ain't happening. Well, I have a I have an essential tremor, so it I have to like overcome it a little bit. Okay. So oh. that's what I mean where I don't have the dexterity. I just have gotcha. patience. Well, you He's overcome just it really good, better than yeah. me, and I don't have a well, tremor necessarily. So, thank you very much. Hell yeah, you crush it. Uh, Atrax, what have you been up to? Well, I started, so last week we talked about with, uh, Max and Sima, we talked about Starfield quite a bit. So because I've got the new PC, I started playing it and I'll be honest, like I have no clue what's going on. I haven't paid attention to the story too much (laughs) because I haven't been feeling great and I've been playing after work. So I'm just like... Oh yeah, it's just tough. enjoying running around, like sneaking, trying to sneak past people to get the objective done. Or if I get, you know, alerted, hey, he's over here, then, you know, dispatch the enemies with haste as, yeah. as what is needed. I've only got a pistol. I'm on the first world. Honestly, don't know what it's called, but it looks like the moon. And it's I've just been enjoying it. It's a classic Bethesda game. And I was watching a YouTube short earlier today on like the space between points of interest and so the average space between points of interest like if you have four points of interest on a map this the time it takes you to get from one to the other is about 40 seconds like travel time where there's nothing going on in the middle like take for example the witcher or skyrim you could draw like a, a circle radius between four points of interest and there'd be about 40 seconds between travel time yeah, makes if you sense. do that with Starfield, some of them are like five minutes of just travel time, which I think is partially cool because it's space exploration and, you know, these are beautifully crafted worlds by Bethesda. But also at the same time, just use the fast travel, which I have been doing. So I've just been fast traveling all over the place yeah. and getting missions done and looting areas and, you know, filling my pockets with random crap like <laughs> cups and random poetry books that i think oh maybe this is useful to lore somehow or something they are and then i and then i end up either selling it or like you said it's it's actually important to the lore so i've just been wandering through it and it's been fun i I think the game's really well done 
Yeah, I, there's a lot I like about it. It's only a couple things that I have I am critical of, but no, the I, I think the the points of interest being far away if you actually fly from like planet to planet or planet to a moon or something like that, like that, yeah. that makes sense that it's that far away. But the game is so like heavily focused on, Oh yeah, you just grab jump to the next planet or the next system. So it, exactly. like, does, it's like encouraging you to fast travel over the place. Cause that's what you would really do. If like you could, if physics worked like they do in the game and you could just grab jump to planets and systems and stuff. So yeah, I don't mind it as much. I, I think that was some of my initial annoyances of how much fast traveling I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm missing the immersion of like walking to places and like having to go to places. But I'm like, well, as I'm starting to think about it, I'm like, you can't really do that in space. Like, you can't fly for 20 minutes real life. Yeah. Uh, to the next planet in the same solar system and then try to switch planets. Like, it's, yeah, you can't Not do that. Months. Yeah, yeah. It'd be terrible. So, well, or switch also- galaxies, whatever. And it also lets the people that want to explore, explore. Because I'm sure that there's, like, some random stuff just out there that's not not necessarily important to the game or hidden secrets, but just fun stuff. I mean, you know how gamers like to, and especially people that make YouTube videos and content, love to go and explore and find all these random things just out where nobody explores because they're too busy fast-traveling around. You know, so I think it's... I think it's good, especially when they just embrace it. Hey, we're just fast travel if you don't want to spend five minutes going from one place to the next next place. Yeah. I remember... Uh, I like it. I remember, to your point, a YouTuber, when, like, right around the, when the game came out, like, went to bed, like, was like, I'm going to fly to Pluto, like, not fast travel, and you, which yeah. you can do, you can just, like, go to a planet, but, like, it's like they fell asleep and woke up, like, five hours later. And then, like, they just phased through the planet. Ah, uh, so it's like <laughs> so they were way far away. So they, so they, no, so they were, they went. They're like, oh, it's all this. It's just anticlimactic because, like, oh, you have okay. to click it, engage the instance of like, oh, you're gonna go land on the planet, and then land gotcha. on it for it to actually engage all the physics stuff. You can't just like fly at it, and like it was this oh, big I point of contention. Mean. But like, I think that's pretty reasonable that they don't, they don't. Of course, they don't load every single planet fully when you're in a system or something. You know what I mean? That you could just fly yeah. to. That would require an insane amount of resources. Uh, yeah, like uh, it's pretty reasonable to be like, okay, we got to this place, click the button, and make the planet like actually populate. You know, you especially, are still playing a video game. Yeah, like yeah. well, and it's, especially it's if, not actually traveling in space. You know, especially if they load, or at least the game is in a way to where you can fly through space continuously without loading screens. Like that's a huge map to have loaded at like all at once right so it would stand to reason that you wouldn't load the planets and the planets would then be like okay now you're entering this planet forget the entire map of all the other planets just load all the insane amount of detail that's on this one planet so yeah i don't know it makes sense to me jump to the next planet in the system and you know then you're still in the orbit and you land and it's cool but i'm just a working class nerd what do i know about game development it's fun to play I'm totally with you. Right? So, yes. What uh, what else have you been doing this week, Adrian? I was going to say, speaking of fun to play, Counter-Strike 2 has been fun to play, but it is under some pretty heavy fire for relatively legitimate reasons. Basically, people are saying it's not as good as and polished as CSGO, which is understandable because CSGO is a 10-year-old game, and Counter-Strike 2 has been officially released for only a couple of weeks 
to the public. So it, I don't know. To me, it makes sense that it wouldn't be as good. But regardless, people are upset for multiple reasons. The MMR is kind of wonky, which is like the matchmaking ranking, I think is what MMR stands for or something like that. Basically, is that actually Elo. what it stands for? Because I've never. I, I really don't know. I thought I always thought that's what it meant. Matchmaking ranking. I'm going with it. But what what's the difference between MMR and Elo? I think they're the same thing. It's the same. It's just nah, ranking nah, and nah, ranking. Nah, nah. No, I have to. It's oh, got to be different. Please hold. Well, Elo stands for something else. I'm sure. But all right, MMR is a hidden rating, which every play has and is used to determine which players you play against. The Elo rating system is a method for calculating the relative skill level levels of players in competitor versus competitor games. Yeah, but Reddit says it's the same thing. Okay, so I, I feel like it is the same thing, though. The way this yeah. is described, oh, it's the hidden rating, which is used to determine which players you play against. The so ELO I'm, rating system is a method for calculating the relative skill levels of players. Like, Yeah, it's, so if for ELO, ELO shows you what your number is, and MMR is just the, the numbers hidden. Yeah. Essentially, Apparently, that's what I'm getting out of that. Yeah. Beats me, man. All I know is I'm bad. Basically, you're ranking numbers. Yep. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Got you're it. ranking numbers. So the, ranking, the rankings are off. The anti-cheat is subpar. The tick rate for the servers, which a lot of people, most people don't know, like for CSGO, if you don't play, or I should just say Counter-Strike now. If you don't play yeah. Counter-Strike, you probably don't know what tick rate is. You probably don't care. But basically, what tick rate is, is how often the server refreshes. So, currently it's at 64 tick, or now they're, they've introduced this new sub-tick system, which I have no clue about. Um, maybe some people out there do, but mm-hmm. they've introduced a new way of doing the server updates. But the big thing in Counter-Strike Global Offensive was we want 128 tick servers, which just means it refreshes or it checks, you know, the it updates the server 128 times a second, I think, or something like that. Basically, instead of 64, it's 128, so it's two times as fast. And it does improve smooth gameplay. It is noticeable, especially on CSGO and all of this stuff. Um, the people at the pro level are really analyzing this because, of course, you know, they're the ones who spend thousands of hours in the game and they know the intricate details and they can feel the difference between CSGO and CS2 and all right. of this stuff. But to me, honestly, it just it just feels like a different game because it is a different game and that's why I'm missing my shots and I just need to get better and get used to the new game. Like That's how I'm approaching it and how I view it. So I enjoy it because I think the game looks really good. Uh, my biggest complaint, which a lot of people have, is that they don't have all the maps. My favorite map, Train, is not in Counter-Strike 2. It was in Global Offensive. I really hope they bring it back. Along with other fan favorites like Cobble and Cash. Um, so it's I, I hope that they're going to... I mean, they're going to improve it, but I hope that these new maps get introduced soon. And I'm sure that they're going to fix it. Like people have said, the difference between the previous Counter-Strike, like between the game that came before Counter-Strike Global Offensive 
and then CS:GO. Like the CS:GO launch was terrible. So people have really? people who have been there said like, yeah, the CS2 launch replacing CS:GO with CS2 was a lot smoother and the game that we got is a lot better than the difference between the original whatever Counter-Strike game came before that. I think it was 1.6 and CS:GO. Like CS:GO people said was terrible when it launched. So I don't know. Keep up with it. Hold on. Hold out. If you're new, come play the game because it looks really good and it's fun to play. Don't be intimidated by all these people who have been playing CSGO for thousands of hours. You know, the all the people who are big names in CSGO, oh, well, we trust what they say. And they do have valid points. I'm not saying they don't. But, you know, they notice the intricate details People like me who are just bots that run around and kind of know utility and enjoy watching the pros play, you know, we'll enjoy our game. I I think it's worth supporting. So go play CS2. Come join the nerds community. I'm playing all the time. Hit me up. Let me know. It's good times. Hell yeah. Hey, are there uh, any sales going on? Oh, yes. There's a Bandai Namco sale. Thank you for bringing that up there's a bandai namco sale going on so uh you can go buy elden ring for uh forty dollars 34 percent off it's forty dollars it is going until i believe it's the 19th let me double check here really quickly yes october 19th so we've got two weeks from today which is thursday um It'll probably be about a week and a half when you're hearing this, when the episode is released. But mm-hmm. yeah, so you've got plenty of time. Go check it out. You've got Tekken on sale, Park Beyond, which we talked about when it released uh, a few episodes ago. That is also on sale. Tons of tons of great games. Tales of Arise, um, which is like an RPG. Dragon, a bunch of Dragon Ball Z games. Code Vein, which is like anime Dark Budokai. Souls. Yeah, One Piece games, Ace Combat 7, which I honestly am tempted to pick up because I love the look of Ace Combat games. I love flying airplanes, but I'm terrible at it. Little Nightmares 2, all sorts of great stuff. Go check out the Bandai Namco sale on Steam. And now we've reached that time, gentlemen. It's time. Oh, yeah. For Game of the Month news! <laughs> Before we announce this month's Game of the Month, I want to quickly address last month's Game of the Month, Wayfinder. Uh, thank you, everybody who played it and who enjoyed it. I am still making a video review recap of Wayfinder. I want to try and start making those. I want to get it down to where I can make it fast enough to get it out every single month for every single game. But right now it takes a lot longer uh, because I'm just tired and all sorts of other reasons. So there is still time. If you played Wayfinder and you enjoyed it, post a little review in the Game of the Month section of Discord or send it to me and we'll pull the results. Rate the game too out of 10 and we'll pull the results for the community and put it in the video and, you know, get that ball rolling because I think it's going to be a lot of fun to have sort of like a little video that we can put on the YouTube and people can enjoy that and check back on past game of the months without having to go way back in the time back machine for, uh, 
for game of the month. All right. Well, wait. And now everyone's dying to hear. Oh, they want to know what's the game of the month. You already yeah. talked about Counter Strike Two, so it's not that. It's Dota Two. That's Dota right. Two. Dota Two. It's a MOBA. I. So my story with Dota Two is, uh, when it. I don't think it was when it released, but back in like 2013, 2014, when I was in high school, my friends really, really liked Dota 2, but I was a League of Legends player. Okay. So I played with them, but I didn't, it didn't really stick. And I stuck with League of Legends. I've played League of Legends for a long time, and I've watched the pro scene back in, I don't know, 2014, 15, 16, somewhere back there haven't watched it recently because it's just gotten kind of stale and I don't know. League has its own problems. But now I forget exactly what thought put the thought in my head of like, oh, I should try playing this. But I downloaded it. I think I saw a friend was playing it or something like that. I downloaded it and I started playing. It's free to play. All of the champions are available to you right away. So, like, League of Legends, you have to play for a while and unlock characters. Yeah. Yeah. In Dota 2, all the characters are just unlocked for you right away. You can just download the game and immediately hop in and play. Obviously, there is a new player. Um, There's, like, quests for new players for the tutorial, which the tutorial is really in-depth. There's a lot of really great videos on how to learn how to play the game because it's a MOBA and it's very complicated. I've been getting absolutely wrecked, but now I'm about 70 hours in and I'm getting less wrecked and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I created the Working Class Nerds Guild in Dota 2. So if you join and you start playing it, because it is free to play, then you can join the Working Class Nerds Guild and we can, you know, level up the guild just by playing the game. And you can join me. I'm still learning how to play the game. I'd be happy to provide some low elo games for anyone new trying to play and it's just lighthearted learning the game Hell it's a lot of yeah. fun though and they have a right now the dota international ti is going on which is basically worlds or it's the you know world championship game the group stage hasn't started yet it starts in 5 days i think it starts next week so there's plenty of time to get involved in esports too. There's going to be a lot of Dota to watch this month. Probably going to have watch parties for the Dota International. I don't know what the time is for all of the games. I know that the playoff stage is in Seattle, so it'll be West Coast time, which will be great. Ooh. That means I'll probably be home and watching the games and able to share them in the Discord, so there'll be plenty of uh, game of the month stuff going on and yeah free to play because the international is going on then there is a compendium which is dota 2's battle pass but it's okay. kind of interesting because this battle pass as you level it up and you complete the quests you unlock there's how do i describe it you level up all of your rewards at the same time So there's, you have like level, you level up all of your rewards at the same time, or you also get boosters as you go along earning compendium levels. And those boosters can be used to level up specific rewards. 
So like each level, let's say you go from level one to level two, you get a like a level up, which levels all of your rewards one level and various rewards get unlocked at various times. But you also get a booster, which you can unlock, which you can level up one specific reward. Let's say it takes 10. Now, instead of taking nine because you have your one level, then it takes eight because you applied the booster. So I don't know. It's just kind of a different way of doing the battle pass. On top of that, because it's the international battle pass, you have things like a fantasy draft. So you can draft amongst the pool, like the entire pool of players. And I have no clue what you're against, but still, it's just a fun thing to add incentive to watch the international. Um, You also have, uh, what was the other thing? There's one, there's one more thing. Oh, in addition to the fantasy draft, you also have pickums. So you can pick teams for, you know, which teams you think will make it out of the group stage, which teams you think will advance through the playoffs, who you think is going to win the grand final. And by getting, you know, things right, then you get more battle pass level. So like, it's, it's not just, you play the game, you level up your battle pass, you get rewards. There's other stuff that tries to involve you in the international and you get benefits for watching the esport too. So I've, I think it's I like a lot that, of fun. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. It's kind of, it's kind of like a battle pass viewer pass mixed in. Because then while the games are going on, you can also watch the live games in the Dota 2 client. So you don't have to like go to their website or whatever. Oh, that's and nice too. That's really I'm not, cool. I'm not sure on this, but I think you also get rewards for watching the game in the Dota 2 client. So like, I don't know. The battle pass, it was $6 for the base, $30 for 50 levels. You know how they always try to upsell you on the yes. levels, but... Seven bucks, and you get all sorts of fun stuff to add to your Dota 2 base game. But like I said, free to play. All the characters are unlocked. Download it. Come join us. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll be playing it a lot this month. I'll be talking about it a lot this month uh, on the episodes, on the podcast episodes. And yeah, come join Dota 2. I know it's an intimidating game, but it's a lot of fun, I promise. You can just one-shot people. And they disappear, and you're like, oh, can't do that in League of Legends. <laughs> All right. I know <laughs> I know. Marcus is chomping at the bit here. So, Marcus, how's it going, and what have you been up to? Oh, dude, dude. I've been working so much. Like, it's it's actually ridiculous. It, it's just, it, it's such bullcrap, dude. Like, honestly, though, like, honestly, I've been working <laughs> so much. I got on the couch, and I sat down. And I was just pooped. Like, I just, I didn't even build my computer. I was just pooped. So don't laugh because I've been working way too much, but at least I have 128 gigs of RAM. So suck on that. (laughs) Nick, what have you been up to, man? (laughs) Thanks for asking, Marcus. Uh, So I played Starfield on stream Monday, of course. And I just want to talk about some stuff that I like. Um, we mentioned earlier some Starfield stuff earlier, so I'll, I'll just go through these quickly. But uh, Joey, I can hear whatever you're listening to. By the way, I'm I, actually listening to Marcus's is. update. 
I was gonna say, Marcus just sent a Snapchat in the working class nerd. Should I play it through the microphone? It's, it's almost it's almost like he knew you were talking about it. Alright, alright. Yeah, 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 just play it. I'm playing it. I'm playing it. Let's see. I wanted to see how close Atrax was to Marcus. Working class nerds update. Okay, here we go. It is eight twenty at night on podcast day. Which means I'm not podcasting. Still in my shop. So I've already worked. 49 hours and I still have tomorrow. Jeez. Been a wild ride this week. But you guys are awesome. Thanks for being active in the Discord too because I haven't had time. As Ray, you would say, stay safe out there. There it is. There it is. Thank all you nerds out there in the Discord. Yes, indeed. Link in the show notes. So, Starfield on Monday on stream. Thanks for stopping by stream, everybody, by the way. Um, <clears throat> and I've been playing, I definitely spelled it wrong in the show notes here, but I've been playing the Ryujin Industries side quest line on, uh, which you find on Neon, <clears throat> which is really cool. It's like this corporation that, <clears throat> excuse me, makes a bunch of different things, including ship parts. And they are like make the dopest stuff in ship parts and they make drugs and a bunch of different cool things and weapons too. And basically like some light spoilers, but the missions are basically all just corporate espionage. So like, it's like go to this company and install this virus on that computer. That'll fuck them up or whatever. And it's like, okay, steal a key card from this guy so we can sneak into their factory and sabotage one of their machines. And then they have a terrible PR when somebody like dies from the machine or whatever. And it's a competitor or like in go influence this person at the local club, uh, and like make them think this company's terrible. Cause like they're a competition in this deal or whatever. It's, it's pretty cool. I don't know. And like the person you work for has this, has like the same attitude as the lady in, uh, devil's Wears Prada where she's just like an asshole. And like arrogant and shit, and like the whole company's like arrogant and like we have so much money in our product is so superior that of course it'll go to any lengths to ensure our market shares higher or whatever. I don't know. Oh, business, so Intel business things, you know. Yeah. Um, I've also been doing the Freestar Rangers quest line, but I kind of stopped. That's honestly how I came across this part of that quest line. You go to Neon, which is the big. Uh, it's I forget the name of the planet, but it's the big. It's the city on this big planet. But the city's cool. It reminds me of like gives me New Vegas vibes in Vegas or something, or like I don't know, Diamond City and Fallout. It's like this platform on largely a water world, but it's mostly inside and like sort of dilapidated, but all like neon lights around stuff, like trying to get your attention. Almost like, like um like uh, Times Square. Times Rap- okay. it gives me rapture pre destruction vibes. But it's okay. not in the water. It's like it's almost like an oil platform, oil rig pl- pl- you know what I'm saying? Oh, when, gotcha. Uh, so, like yeah. a manufactured island, almost. Exactly. And okay. they're fishing. the The company that founded it fish is harvest these fish, and in the fish are like the drug of the game. Um, I forgot what it's called. Interesting. It's like a it's a hallucinogen spice. that it's basically spice, but it's a hallucinogen that slows down time. So, like, and that's like part of the contraband. Like, you can't leave the what? city. It's, it's legal in that city, but you can't leave with it. So it's literally it's like if you have it in your possession, you can't fast travel. Because, like, you'll go by the guards and get arrested. Oh, okay. It literally says, like, you cannot flash travel with whatever it's called in your pocket. What the hell is the drug? Drug That's in... crazy. Well, it's... Le- it's oh, Aurora is what it's called. But 
in neon in that city is legal and you can only buy it legally there everywhere else it's illegal and of course there's the legal vendors and there's the illegal vendors that are like wink nod there's no aurora in this drink here you go you know wait a minute <laughs> so you can take the drug in the game oh yeah 100 percent. yeah that's how oh, i got yeah the, i got addicted to it <laughs> <laughs> somebody's buying an apartment in neon yeah exactly i i if you can get one i'm going to but Nick's it's like, cool. so I'm not fast traveling anymore. Right. <laughs> I am parking it. I am always holding. But no, that's that's why I got the shielded cargo on my ship. <laughs> no, the tricky part, you can't get out of the city with it because you got to go by the, the guards. But so you can like stow it on your ship if you wanted to. But getting it to the ship is tricky. But um, I guess I could just walk to it. Maybe well, I'll have to try that next time I play. But you have um, to kill some guards. Yeah, I probably have to nothing kill some to see here, style. officer. Right, seriously, um, but there's a like a, a club the where you can buy. That's like the place you can buy it. I forgot what it's called. It's like the Dream something. And it's like a legit like rave in there with like dancers and like weird outfits and like a DJ. And then you go to the bar and that's where you buy the drug. And there's this like crazy sounds, colors. This almost sounds like a cyberpunk island. It is. It's very much a cyberpunk island. Exactly. Okay. It's fucking cool. And then uh, the. What the, oh yeah, the drug like makes your vision like extra colorful and foggy for the while the time is slowed, so it makes all the like funky colors in the rave extra cool. So um, it's just interesting. I, I think it's just like a really cool piece of like I don't know lore and like culture in that in that in the game uh, that's different than yeah. like the sh- the sort of slums or like sh- or you know undeveloped worlds or like a shiny like New Atlantis developed city, you know. Um, it's just interesting to see the different types of civilizations there. I also like the Free Star Rangers quest. Uh, I was able to add, add some shielded cargo, which I just talked about, um, so I can transport contraband easily, including but not limited to Aurora. Um, and I, I think I'm going to go back and, and tr- see if I can um, explore that pirate faction too, the Crimson Fleet. Because, like, I don't know, the whole, like, Wild West, like, space pirate, gunslinger, ship captain, like, vibe is cool. You just, like, go yeah. around doing crazy shit because it's, like, the Wild West in space, you know? And I could be, like, this corporate dude oh, and a freestar ranger, but I'm really, like, the crooked cop kind of guy. You know what I mean? And, like, going and making deals or whatever. I don't know. It just seems fun. Rather than, like, oh, I'm in the, the UC vanguard and i'm here to defend the galaxy or whatever you know what i mean yeah you're like sir you can't fast travel with aurora all right <laughs> i'm like, gonna need that and you're like confiscate i'm, I'm yeah. pickle rick <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hey uh, you gotta you gotta put this aurora up in your butt morty way up in your butt way yep. up there morty <laughs> you gotta do it for grandpa <laughs> exactly but, uh, Joy, what were you going to say about the Crimson Fleet? I saw you, like... No, no, no. Had I had thought. a revelation a little earlier. Okay. But you could... So, like, could, could you be a space drug dealer is what I'm asking. I think so. I don't know. Well, I don't know where to sell the Aurora. But, yeah, you can you can take jobs transporting contraband, which is, like... It's some funky stuff. It's, like, uh, xenomorph, like, DNA or something to, like, make soldier what? aliens... Or like human or harvested organs is one of the things I picked up. It's like highly illegal shit that's flagged as contraband that you can tra- travel with. Yeah. What the? Oh, stolen stolen art too. It's contraband. Although that's a lot less exciting. But it's always a front for something else, though. If yeah, you have exactly. stolen art, 
Yeah. There's a quest like that you can stumble across early, really early on in the main story that like gives you like, oh, go like sell this art, wink nod to that guy over there and it's stolen art and you mm. know and that like leads you into the like, oh, you can like smuggle shit sort of business. We know what you've done. Right. So yeah, supposedly after a quick Google search, you can once you level up your ship enough and get the right upgrades, you can smuggle contraband because it just counts as contraband. You can smuggle it outside of jurisdiction. And then most vendors that sell you stuff will also buy the uh the contraband. The, yeah. the Aurora. Yeah, which goes for around a hundred credits a vial, which I have no clue if that's good or not, but it's not worth it because you buy it for like seven hundred something. There you go. Unless you unless you could steal it. Well, don't forget the resale value is always terrible on items like that. But I'm sure there's, I know there's quests where you can you can just be like a space trucker and you're just hauling shit. So I'm sure you can, you can yeah. put, put contraband in with your your cargo, you know. But um, it's awesome. I, I like Starfield a lot. My only gripes are like some of the menus are a little clunky, but it's largely really good. Uh, I was also going to talk about the Ahsoka series finale. Do it. Which came out. Uh, so fast forward, probably a good five minutes or so. Yeah. Spoiler if, alert. Spoiler alert for sure for the Ahsoka season finale. Uh, Joe, Mr. Feta, you've watched it as well, right? I have. And Atrax, you didn't have not, but you don't really care. I yeah, I'm I'm not gonna watch it probably. All right. Uh, well, I'm playing Dota two, which is the game of the month. Join the. Do- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Game of the month, but uh, so anyways, last spoiler warning: three, two, one. Um, I think Angry Joe on YouTube uh, put it best. I think that was a pretty good episode of TV, but it was a bad season finale. Uh, I, there's a lot of cool moments, but like a lot of the plot details were crappy, like crappy writing, crappy pacing, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Now, at least like it's just weird. It also left you with a lot of questions. Or the answers, Joey. What do you? What were your? What were your thoughts? What were you thinking? I I agree completely. You know, I I thought it was fun to watch, but when it ended and I realized that was the end of the season, I got so overwhelmingly upset and just yeah. angry. Like hold your fist and shake it at the screen, kind of thing. All right. It's like, what do you mean? That's it? Like, what it's, the fuck? there's no way that that's yeah. it. Do you think the purpose is to just get? like to try and get you to watch whatever Star Wars content comes next. I Pretty think much. they're way past that point though because if you're watching Star Wars content, you watched it all. Right, you you, and you I've need never to seen have watched a casual Star Wars. Yeah, that's a good point, you know. Well, there's a lot of people casual Star Wars fans and that watch this show and have no fucking clue what the hell's going on. Because that's you right. need you need yeah. to have watched Clone Wars and Rebels to know what like actually get what's happening. Not you can't just be like for example, TK four two seven's commanding officer. So my commanding officer in law, in theory, <laughs> yeah, yeah, her mom. I'm just kidding. Um, she she watched like Mandal- the movies and then like Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and then watched Ahsoka. She's like, oh yeah, cool. It's the next mo- thing. And she's like, I feel like I'm missing something. I'm like, you are. You're missing um, a lot. Like four four seasons and seventy. 70- Four seasons and 75 episodes worth of something because you haven't seen Rebels. And she was like, I'm like, wait, have you not seen Clone Wars either? She was like, what's that? I'm like, oh, boy. 
<laughs> well, then, yeah. yeah, that's eight, seven seasons worth of stuff. <laughs> or at it's least the Anakin and Ahsoka storyline. But, um, but yeah. So, anyways, back. I guess back to my other point. I feel like it's like dumbed down, but not dumbed down. Almost, it's like it's like a show for people who have seen Rebels and Clone Wars and are like big Star Wars fans, but also like are not very critical of media for somehow, which I feel like is a small demographic of people, you know? Do you think like, that they tried to cater to new people and also people who have watched it a ton? Like I they guess, tried to, like with Andor, how Andor kind of, you don't no, necessarily and, have Andor to see was, any other stuff? No, Andor was great. The Ahsoka, Ahsoka like, like Andor fleshes everything out and takes its time. And Andor was 12 episodes. Like, it took its time, and it made sense, and, like, each episode was contained and had a message, and, like, it that was really good. Andor was awesome. But, like, in this, I feel like you miss a lot of plot details. I'm talking about the series now, not just the finale, but... Um, right. Or the season, but, like, like the whole... I'm getting really into spoilers now. In the, the whole, like, oh, Ahsoka and Sabine, like didn't have like were master and apprentice and like had this falling out and they just tell you about it and never show you flashbacks or like flesh that out at all or like explain what happened until literally this episode in the finale when they you get like two sentences when Yang's explaining it to Ezra like oh what happened with them it's like oh Ahsoka like felt that she had dark side in her and didn't want her to like turn so she didn't want to train her too much like okay, why don't we know that like in the beginning, and then we would have understood why the hell they were angsty the whole time. Somehow, you know? Ahsoka returned. Yeah, it's just like, and then uh, yeah, I'll just circle back. I'm I'm well, bouncing all over the place, but I'll circle back to the finale. I don't like how Sabine all of a sudden got really good with the Force in this one episode. She was like, Hu Yang literally says, yeah, she's probably one of the least Force-sensitive people I've ever met in my entire life, and you definitely would not get... Well, not life, he's a droid, but you would definitely have not gotten into the Jedi Academy. And then, like, she can't Force-push anything. She can't do anything with the Force. She couldn't move a cup on the table. She couldn't sense anything when Ahsoka was, like, had her blindfolded in the training. And then, like, magically this episode, she not only pulled... I can... I'll give the pass to her pulling the lightsaber to her hand because that was a life and death situation, right? But, like, her being able to force push Ezra for that giant jump is ridiculous. Like, Luke had to train with Yoda forever, like, daily training to just be able to pick some rocks up. And then he she can launch Ezra, like, just like, oh, yeah, I moved my lightsaber. Now I've got this whole thing. It's fine. I'm so She's determined. keeping up with her training. Yeah. Right. Uh, like okay, it was so, a little brutal. Yeah, it was a little brutal. And I don't mind this. I don't mind Sabine being force sensitive, but like you got to show her working for it. Otherwise, it makes all the other people who you showed working for it like seem stupid. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It just seem, makes it trivial. So uh, that's poor writing, in my opinion. Uh, speaking of poor writing, I'll start with the positive first. Uh, I forgot his name. Something Skarsgård. The actor playing Thrawn, I think, is doing an excellent job. And I think they talked to Timothy Zahn a lot to get Thrawn's demeanor down. Because the way he delivers things, the way he's a gentleman is all really, really good. Um, and Joey, feel free to chime in. I don't mean to, like, bulldoze over this. No, no, no. You're running. going on. You're on a roll. Keep going. Okay. Run it. I'm just talking about the bullet points. If I disagree, down. I'll jump in. Okay. Um. So I think the actor's doing a great job. Of like portraying Thrawn, like whenever he's on the screen, I, it and he's talking, it feels like that's Thrawn. 
But the actions that he does are not like Thrawn at all. So, like, if the Thrawn in this is an idiot, like, he he has the sh- everything loaded in the beginning of this episode. Especially this episode, he's an idiot. He's not bad before. But like, he has, they're ready to leave. And, like, two episodes, he goes, oh, yeah, I don't care if we leave the Jedi here and just leave him stranded. That's fine. Let's do that. Like, and if Balin and Shati end up uh, uh, stranded, too, like, fine, whatever. So, like... They're all loaded, ready to go, and he's like, ah, I guess we'll hang out here on this, in this temple for a while while the Jedi get closer and closer. Oh, shucks, they're at the door. Oh, shucks, they're inside coming at us. I guess we should probably start to leave now. Like, you could have fucking left the whole time. You could have just left. <laughs> like, Balin and Hati were, yeah. Shin Hati were not coming back. You could have just fucking left and then done that arrow bombardment before the Jedi even fucking got there. Ding, ding, bing, bing, boom, done. What if he just wanted Morgan dead? I don't know why he would have. Why would he want Morgan dead? Because he takes the Night Mothers with her. Find out in season two. I don't know. That was the only thing I could think of. Was because when he deliberately told her go die. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, I need more time." She's like, "I understand." He's like, "Follow the Empire." I felt like that could have been deeper, but I could be reading into it a little bit more. I That's hope it's deeper. Thing. Like that would be Thrawn like to be playing 4D chess like that. Right. That you make, know, like that would make uh, sense. We're going to wait a minute. Yeah. Wink, wink. I, it's easier than pushing you off a cliff kind of Exa- thing. Exactly. But like, so yeah, I don't know that, uh, that didn't, that didn't make sense to me. Um, also one more Thrawn being an idiot thing. So like a couple episodes ago or last episode, I don't remember which episode it was. He sent gunships and troops after Ezra and Sabine. I think it was when they're with the, the hermit crab trailer park people, the Nati or whatever their name is. <laughs> the, the hermit crabs. Yeah. Yeah. So they like, he had tie fighters the whole time. Like he could just send a couple ties over there and blow up the whole camp. Why did he send like a gunships full of foot soldiers? You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, oh, just send two Tie Fighters. Like, why didn't you send two Tie Fighters before? They would have been done. Like, hello. <laughs> I don't know. That didn't make any sense to me either. Like, so when he said he, when I saw he had Tie Fighters, I was like, you have a whole fleet. You know, you can see them in the hangars in the background when the first two launch. I'm like, right? Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. So, like, if he had sent ties and they somehow dealt with it with, like, hermit crab rocket launchers or something, like, okay, sure. But, like, at least make them make sense technically. Um, also, for yeah. criticism of the finale, not enough Balin at all. He had one scene that showed him in that in front of that cool statue. And did you catch what the statue was of? I did. The, the father on the, the Mortis gods? That was cool. So that, that ties in, I think, basically to the world between world. That's what Balin's going yep. after. Yep. But, um... That's the thing calling out to him and him wanting to go to the beginning, whatever. That's all. That's cool. But like that, oh, that or that that Legends character, the Dark Side Mother thing. You ever see that? You ever hear about that? I forgot. What it's called Abalor. Abaloth. Abaloth. That's what it is. Yep. For, if anyone totally clueless, and also checking in. Still spoilers here. <laughs> so if you fast yeah, forward, yeah. it's been way more than five minutes, minutes at this point. Just keep skipping. Just, just keep skipping. Keep skipping. Keep skipping. Just so, keep skipping. 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 Still, still in the spoilers. Uh, Abeloth apparently. So if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, you gotta go just w- look up Screen Crush's breakdown of this episode, and you'll see, he explains it better. But the quick version from Nick is: 
in um, Clone Wars, there's an episode where they go to Mortis and you find these three gods of the force. There's the father, the son, and the daughter. The father's like the balance between the, all of the force. The son is the dark side. Daughter's the light side. Some stuff happens with the characters that basically Ahsoka dies on that planet and the daughter gives her life energy to Ahsoka. So Ahsoka's kind of like the light side of the force entity now and the the pet of the of the daughter god light side is an owl named morai and you see the and the owl follows uh ahsoka around and uh, the owl morai is actually in this episode too but um so the stick with this abeloth character is it that's the mom of this family but she like got engulfed in the dark side and was all dark side all the time and so the other three had to like banish her somewhere and they the thought is they banished her in this galaxy in Peridia and I guess in Legends they banished her some far off place so it could be maybe this is the tomb of Abeloth or whatever or where she got banished to and that's what Balin's getting called to or he's just going to go to the World Between Worlds and try to do something there but either way I wanted to see it and all we see is that one shot of Balin it's fucking stupid and Shin Hati's saw scene was stupid too she just goes with the worse. Rider- that it was, was worse. worse. Just blank look on her face goes up to the Marauder camp and's like, uh, and lights her lightsaber, and that's it. And it's like, what does that mean? Is she staying? Is she gonna kill them all? Is she supposed but, to take them over? Like, I did for a second get vibes of Anakin and the Tusken Raiders. I thought that too. I thought that's she, where that was going. And then she kind of did like the Breakfast Club thing, hold up the the boombox, like. Like, oh my god! Or your fist, like, don't you forget about me? That's kind of the vibe I ended up with. Yeah. It was just dumb. I don't. I, yeah, I didn't get. No, that. thank you. But um, a lot of cool stuff happened. I did like. I don't know. I liked this, oh the zombie uh, night troopers were cool. It was pretty we, crazy. That I was liked cool. The sounds that they made. Yeah, the and sounds like- were really cool. I agree. I like. I, I thought that they were already undead, and I'm actually glad that they weren't. I'm glad that they were like actual humans. Then we got to see them get reanimated. Yeah. Wait a minute. Roll that back because I uh, the whole time I was like, oh my god, those are they're, totally they're, zombies. They're all zombies the whole time. Yeah. But they weren't. Mm-mm. So how did their armor get so jacked up? Just from them being on that planet, I guess. Your clothes get jacked up just from being there. Well, I'm sure there's wildlife and shit. I'm sure the Night Mothers... They're a Star Destroyer. I don't know. Well, the the ship crashed, too, don't forget. Okay, So they had to repair it with all the funky gold parts. You know, the ship was kind of falling apart, and it got, you know, it was getting ripped apart by the Purgle. Meh. But I'll I'll give it a pass for the armor being tattered. But, um... It's dope. It is cool. It looks really cool. I like how they, they added all the Night Sister red, too. That's just cool. And then they got resurrected. And then they had the Purge Troopers with, like, the pseudo-Beskar armor that were, like, those guys were dead for a long time. Those were legit zombies. Yeah. Like, the the Storm Troopers were, like, freshly reanimated. Like, the Purge Troopers were, like, walking dead. Like, when when uh, Sabine had shot one of their faces off, which that was cool, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. You see <laughs> the cross-section? jaw coming down. It's just like the jaw, like half a jaw moving. I was like, whoa, that was way more gruesome than I was expecting. Speaking of gruesome or not gruesome, like, it's a TV show. They didn't have to worry about the R rating. Why didn't they hack up the limbs of the zombie ones? Like, ch- cut their, their slow-walking zombies chop their legs off. I could, yeah. I cut could them in half. You. you know, you saw the one decapitation. Yeah, like, and that was it. You it's want the, you want the production answer, gentlemen? Sure, sure. It's way cheaper to just do one scene. 
That's true, and not have to do cut it, and not have to like. Yeah. I, I look. I, I've never done VFX, but I've I've watched enough how to yeah, videos I, and like behind the scenes and all that because I find that I find it fascinating. Even though I don't have I don't have the time to gain the skills, but I yeah. bet they saved a ton of money. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think yeah. about that. Well, then, boo! Spend some money on the show. All yeah. Right. That if is, it doesn't uh, look good, it's probably because they didn't have the budget or the time. Yeah, exactly. That's why we didn't have Zeb in this episode. Budget. There you go. Um, that, I mean, that's basically my thoughts there on that Ahsoka season finale. Um, was, I, I, overall, I liked the show. I think I was really disappointed in the finale just because of how much potential the show had. And it like got really close to doing good stuff, but then missed the mark on something. So... Especially in the wrap-up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. My hot take is I didn't like the finale at all because it left me with more questions than answers, and I hate that because how are they going to do season two? Don't know. I know they're going to do that Mandoverse movie. Going to have to wait. Yeah, is it going to be... I don't like waiting. Yeah, I don't like waiting either. I would have liked more wrap-up. I think you could have still led into the movie and wrapped that up nicer. Yeah, but now you have, like, essentially new plot lines, you know? Like, at at first... You had no idea what Balin was up to. You're like, something calls to me. Like, I, it could have been diarrhea. You don't know. <laughs> and Ooh, then at the end, night. at the very last 30 seconds of the entire season, you get the answer that we've been speculating about. And yeah. it's still more questions. Is it yeah. Avaloth? You know, is it like is it a the portal ghost to the world of the between father? worlds? Right. Is, is, it- is it the world between worlds? Is it just straight up the like the pool of knowledge? Is it the right. whatever the power one is? It's like a yeah. goblet you drink from or something. Yeah. What was that? Do you remember Yoda went to some funky place? Something of the fates. They all had the same face but different like masks the, in uh, the, Clone Wars. I forget what that was called. Pool? I think so. Pool of fates? Something like that. It was like that seven of right. them or something. Yeah. Like it could be something with that too. Like, what are we doing? Cool There's all the kinds. Fates. I don't know. Maybe it's a volcano, and it's that's that's all it is. Maybe he just smells Chipotle. Straight up, you don't <laughs> know. You know, I haven't had Chipotle. What's going to happen to Shin? Is her training really over? Because she doesn't think so, but Balin doesn't seem to care. Or right. he thinks so. Yeah, Shin's like, I don't know anybody at all on this planet. I know nothing except for Balin, and now he just told me to scram. So I guess I'm going to go hang out with these mercenaries. <laughs> right. And, you know, like, granted, he's not a true Sith. No, he's just like, but yeah, he's just a dude on a mission. If you're training somebody as a Sith apprentice, right, the end goal is for her to kill him. I guess. Yeah, well, she they're right. not doing Sith stuff. He's no. just like, I'm just training you to suck less. And what the heck is Sabine and Ahsoka, what are they going to do? We didn't even talk about that. Uh, it's de- they're stranded I don't, there. I don't like the how like the demeanor of Ahsoka the White now because she was Ahsoka the Gray like Gandalf, and then she died sort of and came back, and then now she's Ahsoka the White and she's all happy all the time and everything's fine all the time. And it's just like you could have done that better. Like it's just like her being like, "Oh yeah, we're stranded, and it's fine. We're supposed to be here." Eg- Ezra's where he's supposed to be. And Everything's great, man. We're where we're supposed to be. And we're just with the hermit crabs now forever. Get fuck off. It's and all the off. forces plan. And, and don't think about how your loath cat at home is starving because no one's going to feed it on Lothal. 
Forget it. That's wow. That sucks. <laughs> the whole thing. It's bad. Like Ahsoka yeah. as a series. I'll say it right now. I'd be livid if Episode Five wasn't a thing. Would, yeah, right. I'd be pissed. I agree. Do you think it's worse than Obi Wan? Oh yeah. If Episode uh, Five didn't no. exist. If Episode no. Five yeah. didn't exist. No, Episode Five redeems it a lot. Actually, that it carries the whole is, season. Is that the one with Anakin? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And the the best those scenes are worst sequence to ever have existed. Yeah. I, no, I agree. That was that, that was, was pretty dope. redemptive. Mind blowing. Oh, Mind blowing. The way he like shrugs his shoulders as he like coming out. Yeah, that, was, like, that was insane. That was, was really ready cool. to go. Yeah. Well, so fancy, so nice. Yes. Yep. Well, we can only hope for better content moving forward. Yeah. Um. You know, I haven't heard in a while. Do we have any AIE news? What's going on over there? We do. I am taking the place of Marcus today in AIE news. Tuesdays are the place to be in AIE. See, AIE has fun nights on all different nights of the week. But Tuesdays are clan night in Destiny 2, which Marcus runs and always has a good time. I believe it ends in PvP and he gets absolutely wrecked. Uh, because everybody yeah. just tunnels him. I hear him complain about that a lot. I've never actually seen it. Admittedly, I'm not usually around on Tuesday. But Tuesdays are the place to be. Always good times in Destiny 2. And mandatory fun night in Star Wars The Old Republic. They have all sorts of fun stuff. Where attendance, or I'm sorry, fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. And we exactly. had Max and Sima on the podcast last week. And they are always there at Mandatory Fun Night, having a yes, good time indeed. in Star Wars The Old Republic. So if all of this sound, Oh, did you want to do it, oh, Nick? I'm man. sorry. Oh, man. It's oh. fine. No, go ahead. The wind-up. The wind-up. <laughs> I have that like like one of those. What are those fish that sit flat on the bottom of the ocean? Remember that? And they would just go and suck the fish in. Yeah. It's a good oh thing you weren't closer to your mic, dude. That would have just. <laughs> would have gone in. He would have sucked the entire boom oh, off the table. Go wait, ahead, Nick. Wait, wait, wait. You were, wait. Do you, was there, you were, were they so like, excited. Were they videotapes or something? Do you remember that stupid fucking commercial from like the early 2000s or late 90s? I'd always see it like on TV constantly. It was like every third commercial. Did, what it commercial? Was, it was started with like. It was like all wildlife shit, and it started with that fish doing that, like, like, open its mouth nope. super wide. All right, well, I'll I'll, I'll look that you up. Get a lot break. of fever dreams. I remember Zootopolis, though. Yeah. Well, anyways, if all this sounds fun to you, go to aie-guild.org. Get our Discord information in the top right-hand corner of the website. Click that purple Discord button and ask for a guild invite, whether or not you play Star Wars Old Republic. Destiny 2, Guild Wars 2, Dota 2, World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, Classic, World of Warcraft, Classic, Rad, World of Warcraft, Classic, Hardcore, or Starfield, or Pokemon, or whatever game you play, we do too, and we would love to have you. And with that, I gotta pee, so we'll be right back. My God, what is taking him so goddamn long? Nick, hurry up, man. It's all that beer you're drinking. Come on, bro. Rose of four hoes, man. Get off Snapchat. And we're back. So today we're talking with the Cheddar mini painting about his new content creator collaboration with Moonstone. Although not so new. You talked about it last time you were on, but still. 
Well, it's it's a new Huge. development now because actually this didn't happen for uh, until the beginning of the month. Oh wow! Well, that's yeah. cool. So originally it was like, uh, hey, we should do something fun like this, and now it's like actually happening. Like it's sponsored and everything. So that's Sweet. awesome. It'll be really, really, really cool. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Um, what does um? Can you run us through what it entails again? You're making, you're painting minis for them and shooting videos. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, the whole goal of it is to bring more awareness to how great of a game Moonstone is. Yeah. So it is from a small company, Goblin King Games, that's based out of Bristol, United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, originally started as a Kickstarter and then completely exploded. Um, doing fantastic things, and it, they just won, a, I think, a grand total of four awards at the British Games Expo. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, for miniature design, game design, rules, all of this. So I think it's a phenomenal game. But as far as bringing that stuff back over to the United States, it hasn't really happened yet. So we thought it would be a great idea to start promoting it and promoting our local game store Mm-hmm. By filming a series of videos, instructional videos, and then as we move a little bit forward, more competitive games. Okay. Which will be really cool. Um, so we're right now we're in the prep stages of making sure our models are all together because while we enjoy the hobby, it is a hobby and we can't really take the time to do it full time. Right. Right. You know, it's very difficult to establish yourself like that. Many people have done it and many people do a great job and I envy them, but I'm just not there yet. So yeah, it's hard to balance, man. It is, it is. Remember when I was streaming for a period of time? Yeah, yeah, that went down by the wayside because it took me so much longer to paint things on stream. Oh, of course, I yeah, was like, because you chicken oh. chat and everything. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, it's, I'm talking to Doritos the whole time, which is fantastic. Love him. Doritos but is the best. He's the best, yeah. by far one of the best people I've ever had the pleasure of interacting with. Hundred percent. So. Doritos. <laughs> Thanks, Satan. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and nothing to discredit him, but it just took me way too long, you know? And I haven't yeah, built sense. a system where it looks good and things like that. So it's I put that down streaming. for a little while. I'll bring yeah. it back. I will Makes bring sense. it back. I'll be back. I'll be back. But so uh, where can people find, I guess you, but you'll be back on Chetty Min- Chetta Mini Painting. Yeah. You post on the Instagram still, though. Yeah, no, my Instagram, it's pretty good. I have some content lined up. I'll be firing that off just be- as like a prep celebration thing, because not only are we doing this video project uh, to bring more awareness to Moonstone, they have their newest Kickstarter coming out, The Shades of Moonreach, nice. which is super cool. I'll give them a quick plug. Um, so the premise of the entire game, right, is this whimsical fantasy Kind of almost fairy tale type stuff. Okay. And you're fighting over moonstones, which are these magical gems that come out of the ground at night. Okay. Um, they sell for a pretty good price. Um, so it's always a battle to see who can get it. Okay. But They're in expensive. the lore of the world, they talked about who was buying the moonstones, and they never said why they were buying the moonstones. Okay. And now we're finding out why. Because prior to the semi-peaceful situation that they're in right now. Yeah. There was a terrible king that was an absolute tyrant, and when he finally was killed and imprisoned, that's what kind of started the whole peaceful time. I forget his name right now. King Radovid. King Radovid. For, for King simplicity. Axlovid. 
Yeah. King insert name here. King insert King Moonstone Paclitaxel. name. Yep. Moderna. King, King Carbo Platinum. I've never met him. We're sorry we forgot the main name. Sorry King, about that. Anyway, so King Pembrolizumab. We find out that they're harvesting these moonstones to bring this King No Name back. Okay. Um, from the dead, and with him is coming a whole series of undead mystical creatures and zombies. Somehow King Radovid returned. Yeah. He's returning as a ghost, which is really cool. Oh, that's interesting. A ghost, Scoob! All right. That's awesome. Well, that sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, so I want to promote all that. Where you can find me is on Instagram. I'll be firing off a whole bunch of stuff as I finish some things off. Um, it, the handle, I believe, is the same as my Twitch, so it's going to be at Chetta, C-H-E-T-T-A, underscore mini, underscore painting. Follow me there. Also in the Discord, you can chat me up. I'll be available. Excellent. Um, and one thing that I want to kind of advertise, if I will. Yeah, let it rip. I love playing miniature games. I love playing tabletop games. And I love the community that you at the Working Class Nerds have start to establish. So if anyone else has any interest in playing some of these games, reach out to me. And not only will I discuss it with you ad nauseum because I'm addicted, um, <laughs> but we have Tabletop Simulator. I have it. You can do Steam Remote Play, and we can try out some of these games if you're really interested. Um, so I think that would be really fun to start doing if anyone's available. Hell yeah, that's a great there idea. Is. Absolutely, and model simulator is free. Model, model maker, model, model maker, maker simulator is free on uh, Epic Games right now too. Excellent. Yep. Get in the miniature painting. Do it up. Yeah. Um, and hey, well, I was going to say last thing. Where can or Atrex? What were you going to say? Sorry. I was just going to say. Also, the first time that you mentioned uh, Moonstone and we talked about it at a good amount of length was in episode two ten. So, if any of you listeners out there, games. Yeah, featuring my good buddy Rip and Cheddar and myself. That was when the first episode when Nick and Marcus were not there. So right. episode 210, go listen to it if you want to or if you haven't already and you're a new listener and you want to hear more about Moonstone. Speaking of Moonstone, uh, Joey, if people want to get involved with Moonstone, playing Moonstone, buying the minis, whatever it is, where can they find more of that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what you do is go to, I believe it's moonstonegame.com. Just Google Moonstone Game. Um, You can find everything that Goblin King Games has to offer. I can also link it in the Discord if anyone's interested. All right, perfect. Kickstarter is a good time to get involved. I was going to say link it in the show notes notes. and I'll put put it in there. I'll throw it on there. And it'll be under whatever link you click to listen to this episode. All right. So I have some, instead of our, I know you've been on the show a bunch, but I kind of wanted to, I forgot, refresh your answers, so to speak, to some of our common questions. Just (laughs) rapid fire mode. Are you ready for this, Mr. Feta? Absolutely. Uh, So what is your favorite game of all time? That is going to have to be Metroid. uh, Metroid Prime specifically. Excellent. Uh, Are you a PC or a console gamer? I identify more as a console gamer, but I spend most of my time on the PC. Makes sense. Oh. Yep. Or oh. tabletop. Or tabletop. Oh, well, then yeah. I, mean, tabletop I, I am absolute garbage at anything that has to do with video games, unless it's like <laughs> sim racing. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I'm kind of good at. Sim racing's um, fun. Oh, you play it, a lot it, of sim racing, though, no? Not recently. Not recently. Oh, not okay. recently. But the, the, the whole rig is chilling oh, yeah. right there. So. Oh, man. Yeah. We got nice. the setup. Um, but yeah, no, if anything, I'd be a tabletop gamer. 
Sweet. Uh, and who is your favorite Star Wars character? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Classic choice. And last one of the rapid fire. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Strawberry. Okay. Your favorite strawberry? Really? Yeah, I swear to God. You, huh. you've, if you have ice cream, right? You have different ice cream flavors. Okay. Like, for example, let's say chocolate. Yeah. You can have a not-so-good chocolate ice cream, right? Like, okay. there are chocolate ice creams that are, like, significantly better. Yeah, okay. I've never had a bad strawberry ice cream. I guess that's true. I, I think it's just surprising because, like like you're saying, the sort of uh, the floor or the basement of strawberry is really high compared to other ice creams, right? Yeah, but yeah. Like, it's not going to be bad, and it's not going to be too great. It's always consistent. Yeah, it's like that, McDonald's. That's you what know what you're say. getting. Oh, I think strawberry ice cream is a lot uh, better than McDonald's. It's, well, I'm talking yeah, the give whole it, consistency model. Yeah, come on, yeah. give it like Wendy's. Oh, fine. Uh, I would go even higher than that. Like, Sir, this is a Wendy's. Sir, I, yeah, I was just going to say, I think strawberry has a fairly low ceiling, too. But like, but I get what you're saying. It's, yeah. The consistency has value, for sure. Although, if you said strawberry <laughs> cheesecake, now, yeah, now we're up be in cooking. the game. That yeah. is good. It's delicious. Yeah. But nah, man, I... Strawberry. I see strawberry, no, and if I can't good. decide, like I'm standing there on a hot summer day, and I'm looking at this chalkboard that I can kind of read most of it <laughs> to pick the ice cream flavors, and I can't decide, I'm going just strawberry. Fair enough. Nice. I, I gravitate towards blueberry things, but I understand. Yep, uh, uh what time is it? It's time for Working Class Questions! <laughs> That's right. Working class questions. Questions submitted by you, the working class nerds community. If you want to submit a question that we answer here on the show every single week, like we've said already multiple times, check the show notes for the Discord link. Hop in there and you can ask us some working class questions. The and first I've got working the first class one. Oh, yeah. The first working class question is from Atrax. Are you a baller? What? Or a folder? <laughs> have you not heard that transition before? I have not heard the who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> the swoosh. That, that, that caught me off guard. I, uh, I did that. Great. We had like, I don't even, it felt like 30 que- questions one episode. And I did that in front of every single one. And Marcus was getting so irritated. <laughs> it was great. All right. The question was, though, are you a baller or, or a, a folder. folder or a folder? Yep. And and take a while, take a couple seconds and think about what that's in reference to. Yep. Are you a ba- baller rupper or a folder? And answers in three, two, one. Depends. We're talking about toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> yep. Are you a baller or a folder? <laughs> I'm a folder, a hundred percent. Through and through. Like Balling up is just chaos. Like folding, you could potentially get a fold over again and get a, maybe a second one out of it. That's kind of where I draw the line. Depends on what you got going on back there. But uh, yeah, folding is way easier, easier to control. You got, you know, what you're working with. You know what I mean? So I, I am. I say it depends on the type of toilet paper. I will fold if it's like good toilet paper. But if it's bad, I need to ball it because if I fold it like something's gonna break and it, it's just a mess 
So okay. you got to ball it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, the folding is happening if it's bad toilet paper, like like a porta potty toilet paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, <laughs> like, like that super thin like camper toilet paper. You know what I mean? That right. dissolves. The litmus paper. Right. The litmus paper. <laughs> exactly. Parchment. Yeah. Yeah. It. it oh. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> I'm full. I'm putting like multiple, multiple, multiple layers of that for a fold. That's not like a. So a you got one... like a TP accordion back there. Is what oh yeah, saying. exactly. It's, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like an accordion right. that you're working with, he and then you can have the roll. He's in there just. All right. Oh man. <laughs> well, yeah. The, that's the worst is having your finger go through it. That's just terrible. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, next question. Wait, who's our next question from? The People's Tank. It's Rayu. And Rayu asks, "When did the boys play COD?" I forgot. I forgot. You have some. I'm not used to that. I gotta get used to it. I got. I gotta wait. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're doing it live. My bad. Run it back. Can we cut that out? Oh boy. Of course. Oh. All right. No, you gotta leave it in. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's not getting cut. It's just we can just clip it. Just, okay. uh, that's the first thing you say when you do something embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! All right, so let's try that again. Rayu asks, "When do the boys play Call of Duty?" Uh, I have not been. I have not played COD in a, quite a while. I've been playing Starfield. No Division Two Call of Duty. Select no. Select Mondays. I haven't yeah. played. Those are on Super Select Mondays. Yeah. And bonus streams. And bonus there streams. There you go. Exactly. Uh, we have some a bunch of questions from the Marcus B814. Uh, he says, hey, Trax. Hey, guys. I- I'm just going to read these normal. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's, Sorry. That's fine. I'm, I'm not doing the voice. Uh, no, no, that's cool. A couple of questions here. If you were given a new car, free and clear. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Can you like do that intro just a little better and like get some po- dramatic pause before the question? Okay, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, hey guys, a couple questions here. <laughs> if you were given, <laughs> I can't make. Hold on, hold on. We got. We got to do it more time. Okay. Fanta uh, <laughs> started laughing and turned around. That, that got me. <laughs> I had to turn around. Me <laughs> going. Uh, <laughs> that's why I can't do the voice. I get it. I get okay. it. Right, the, the question right, right. is: do, do, the, do the sound effect again. I got it. All right. Question from first question for Marcus is: If you were given a new car, free and clear, who would your who would you gift your current car to? Uh, TK four two seven probably because she wants an SUV. I don't know anybody else that wants an SUV that doesn't already have one. It depends on the car I was gifted. Because, like, I love my car, to be honest. I don't want to give my car away. I would rather give the new car away. I know it sounds funny, but, like, I'd rather be like, hey, man, here's a new car that you want. Because I I like my car. I guess that's true. Yeah, but, like, who would you give the car to? So maybe, like, if we just say... Hey, you now all of a sudden have two cars. Right. Who gets the second one? Probably my mom. Yeah, like both my parents have way nicer cars than I do. So, And they're both SUVs, so like 
they don't they wouldn't need my car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sister, same deal, doesn't want an SUV. Her boyfriend has a truck and she like drives around a lot, so she has a small car. Um so I'm like, okay, TK four two seven has a small car and wants an SUV. So that would that that'd be my first thought of like someone who like oh. I is close to me that wants an SUV, you know? Yeah. My brother. My brother could probably use a new car. There you go. Mr. Feta, what what do you think? Uh probably the first person who approached me that wants to learn how to drive stick shift. Oh good point. Ooh, there you oh. go. I want to learn how to drive stick shift. I'm certainly not doing that on your car. <laughs> you would if I had a brand new car free well, and clear. Well, yes, exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, next question from Marcus. Joey, do you want to read this one? It says... Let's do it. It says... <laughs> it says, I think wings are the best food to eat whenever. But what is your favorite food to eat before getting on an airplane? Before getting on an airplane. I usually like to fly early in the morning, so I don't... No, that's not true. Whenever I get to the airport, even if it's like 3 a.m., I always stop at McDonald's. And I get like a McGriddle that I eat like three quarters. Uh, I eat all of and then feel horrible. Mm. <laughs> what about you guys? And of, of course, a hash brown, too. Mm. Mandatory. Why do we eat the same... Damn thing. <laughs> I love it. That $8 McGriddle because it's at the airport. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, it tastes better because it's fancier. <laughs> right. It's not regular McDonald's. It's airport McDonald's. Yeah, I'm sophisticated. Dude. They had to and, bring that shit past TSA. And getting, and getting on an McDonald's. airplane. I, it's, I see your airport McDonald's, and I raise you in airport sushi. Oh, Ooh, no. buddy. <laughs> That's a no, terrible I'm, I'm idea. Pre-packaged I'm kidding. airport no. sushi at the grab uh, and go. I, I actually like the like breakfast places, like waffle, like wherever they have pancakes or waffles. And I know it's yep. a meme in the community, but like actually, uh, the Portland airport has some pretty good like breakfast places. But also other airports that I've been to, I can't remember what the name of it was in Boston when I went to PAX. But I went there and I got like a the breakfast. Airport? Yeah, it's the airport. Logan. Well, but I mean, like the, the place that place. I got the food. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of it was, but I got like a everything bagel breakfast sandwich, and that was really good. And I don't know, mm. breakfast food is always good at any time of the day. So if there's an open breakfast food place, I like pancakes and like French toast. But a breakfast sandwich or a breakfast burrito, too. Breakfast burritos are really good, too. Breakfast burrito's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, Can I ask a follow-up question? Yeah. yeah. What's the most over-the-top baller food you've ever had at an airport? In an airport? Yep. Oh, easy. Mine's super easy. I feel like not that many. Uh, in not the... in an airport. So this yeah, was no, actually... this is airport stuff. I've, I've got this one for me. This was in Vancouver, BC, Vancouver, Canada. They have, there's a restaurant there. I I don't know, again, I don't know the name, but in the airport, they had this giant atrium with like a river flowing through it and trees and a giant wall with a fish tank in it. And behind that wall was a restaurant and they had crab mac and cheese and a beer. 
And that mm. was like, it, it was before I went to Australia. That was the best airport food experience I ever had. The crab mac and cheese was amazing. The beer was top tier. That That's the best. And then sitting there and looking at that giant fish tank too. Shout out to the Vancouver airport. That was awesome. Um, I feel like I've not really ever had fancy food at an airport. Like, I feel like most of the time it's shit food at, at airports, at yeah. least in my experience. But then, uh, I, I, so instead I'll just say what my favorite food is. And I have a really soft spot for Panda Express, which is oh, just yeah. terrible food. But like, there's no Panda Express within legitimately two hours of me. They're like, the one in the airport is like probably the in, in Boston is probably the closest one. Jeez. So that's okay. Yeah, like dead ass. Or it's like the bottom of Connecticut, maybe, which is like an hour and a half. <clears throat> closest one for me is four minutes. Oh, yeah. I would eat there all the time. Panda Express is great. There used to be a Panda Express in the student union at UConn. Oh, man. That I would was get dangerous. That. I would get that. I probably gained like of the... And of the freshman, you know, 20 pounds, I'd probably 15 of them are from Panda Express. Oh, yeah. Dude, and it used to be next to the Wendy's, too. I know. I, that was a Wendy's, too, and they put in stupid yeah. one plate, two plate. They went yeah, Panda. Two... Yeah. I was going to say God, Panda t- Express. S tier to D tier. 100%. Panda <laughs> Express is the food that you order two plates because you eat it and you're full, and then an hour later you're hungry and you want it again, and then you eat it and you're full, and then an hour later you want more and you eat <laughs> more and you're. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I love Panda Express. <laughs> I don't know why, like, I'm Chinese, hungry now. American style Chinese food does that where you just don't stay full. I don't know why. It's just fatty. A lot of simple just, carbs, maybe? Yeah. I, I maybe, don't know. Maybe you just feel bloated. Like it's so irritating ah, your stomach. Yeah. You get you get kind of full, but you get bloated, and it feels like you're full, and then you're not really. So then you're actually hungry, like a couple hours later. Could be. That makes sense. Or there's just so much oil, it just passes right through you. Um, I guess both. Joey, what? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, how about you? Fancy airport food? Oh, the only reason I asked. Uh, once I was on a business trip, and I was out in Indianapolis, and. Indianapolis, while being a large-ish city, isn't known for much, except for the Colts. Okay. But they're also known for this St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Okay. And let me tell you, I had probably the best damn ribeye I've ever had in my entire life at that airport steakhouse. Really? All okay. right. I swear to God. And I went to the steakhouse the day prior, like the actual one. Ate a whole big ass steak and then did it again when I was at, <laughs> at the airport the next at day. The, at the airport mm. location, it was so good, man. I I got off the plane with gout. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Oh uh, man. Oh, mm. why? I, I speaking of culinary stuff. Quick sidebar. Uh, my parents and TK forty seven forty seven and I went to J Timothy's Tavern. Have you been there, Joey? Of course, I've been oh, to J. Okay, Tim. good. I was to say, if you're a foodie, I haven't been there. This asinine. But uh, if if you've not heard of it, just look it up. It is the best wings in Connecticut. They fry them, sauce them, fry them again, sauce them again, which is called dirt, dirt style. style. Exactly, yeah. and that this is the place where dirt style originated. The tavern uh, it was originally built in 1789, I believe, and uh, was originally owned. It was called Cook's Tavern because uh, James Cook, like the Mm-hmm. founding father owned it so it's in plainville connecticut 
uh, near where TK427 lives. My parents and TK427 and I went out to dinner there last night, and my dad got... They have a beef short rib melt on the menu. It's on white bread, Ooh. melted cheese, spinach, and sauteed onions. And then they oh. give you... And short rib, of course. And then they give you vodka sauce on the side to dip the sandwich in. And that has got to be... One of the best, but like gout-inducing things ever to eat on top of the wings, especially yeah. if you also get their French onion soup on top. Oh of that. yeah, the French onion soup is banging. TK Forty Seven loves that. Um, but yeah, anyways, go eat at J Tim's, J Timothy's Tavern in Plainville, Connecticut, if you're ever in the area. Uh, next question from Marcus reads. When you are having a really bad day, what is your go-to calm-down method? So this is a good productive one. Because you had a bad day, day. you're taking yeah. one down. You sing a sad song just to turn it around. All right, I'm done. I usually, um, I, I usually end up doing things that like I enjoy, like I just like, and usually want to be by myself. If that makes sense, yep. like playing a video game. If it's the end of the day, like really end of the day, and I'm done being productive, I'll like have some sort of inebriating substance, typically. <laughs> right. But um, nothing too crazy. But uh, yeah, usually I just like do things that I enjoy, like for video games or watch a show that I'm watching or something to that effect, where I'm like just chilling by myself, decompressing. Yeah. How, how about you guys? I'm similar. I I mean, big surprise, video games. I, I love playing video games. It always makes me feel better um but outside of that kind of like obvious answer i look for what i call like small victories so i can be like you know yeah i have to go get gas but then i don't have to go for the rest of the week or right well you know i have to go get food anyway and it's been a really rough day so i'm gonna treat myself to some extra fries or something i don't know like some small thing that I can just focus on that is a positive yeah. inside of a, a negative thing. I don't know. And then specifically calming down is, yeah, video games and just listening to music is another good one, too. Listening to, like, an album from start to finish. Oh, I, I had one pop back into my head, but, Joey, you go ahead and I'll no, circle go back. Before it pops out. All right. Uh, I actually found, so, like, I started doing some stupid, like, in-car karaoke a while ago, probably over a year ago. I wonder like, where you got that idea from. Yeah, actually, I did get. I got it from Atrax <laughs> sending Snapchats of him rapping. So, like, I ended up it ended up turning into a thing where I was like trying to figure out which songs I could sing. Like, not good. Obviously, I'm a terrible singer, but like, yeah. well enough to be like passable at karaoke, karaoke or something. Bar when mm-hmm. you're drunk, when I'm exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so, so I'm not trying to sing like Whitney Houston. And you know what I mean? Just yeah. terrible. Obviously, I wouldn't pick that song, anyways. But you got you get my point. Uh, and it turned into it turns out singing in the car, like actually trying to sing by yourself, clearly, or well, maybe not clearly, but I'm by myself. Wouldn't really do that with someone else in the car. Like, is it must release endorphins or something? Because I've always I've been in a grumpy mood and been like, you know what? I think I just need to like sing some shit. And then, like, I feel way better after. Like, I was like, yeah. I think I was literally driving the TK four two seven cells, which is about forty five minutes away. And I was like, had a shitty day at work or something. And I was like, in a bad mood for whatever reason. And I was like, I'm doomed singing. And I was like, wow, I feel way better. Like, mood improved. You know, if you're ever in a bad yeah. mood, 
and you can't really put your finger on it or you're like you want to not be in a bad mood, I'd say give it a shot. Yeah. Just belt it out, man. Yeah. It did you remember the movie Click? Yes. Click. That's the Click one with has the, the remote. One, yeah. You can rewind time and with, stuff. Uh, oh, Adam yeah, Sandler yeah, yeah. where he has the remote. Do you Got remember it. where he's like stuck in traffic? I think this was Click. Maybe it was Bruce Almighty, but it was he's stuck in traffic. Yeah, it was it was Click. And um <coughs> Oh, I forget <clears throat> the guy's name. <clears throat> but like it the guy pulls up next to him and he's like singing everybody's yeah. looking at you and he's just like going with it and he's he's freaking out that is that's me in the car for sure like you just <laughs> yeah you gotta belt it out man you gotta go for it I Terry Crews that's the actor's name Terry, Terry Crews pulls up <laughs> yes. to Adam Sandler and he's just like singing <clears throat> he's going for it and he's, he's absolutely <clears throat> just like jamming that's me that's funny yeah Joey what about you what's your calm down methods Usually I just do sun outside. That's fair. Work nice. on the uh, the koi pond or something. Yeah, no, just sit there. That's that's a good one. I'll feed my fish. Right. Um, but like if it's kind of crummy outside, I'm coming inside and probably watching YouTube. It's kind of weird, but yeah, I'm probably catching up on YouTube. Ooh, I do a lot a of good YouTube. One. I do a lot yeah. of YouTube watching as well. Very good. All right, final working class question of the evening, and also from Marcus. Do you think we should set up a goal for Feta to shave his beard? No. <laughs> I think I, I think th- the la- the larger issue would be that his wife would kill us <laughs> more than Joey would. The last time I had to shave my beard, the earth shut down. It did. Yeah. That think was, about you- that. You Let me keep my facial hair. Oh, yeah. You looked terrible. <laughs> Dude, it was brutal. <laughs> it was, t- it was 2020 man, COVID funny. time. He had to shave to set because he was, you know, working in the old healthcare field, had to fit the masks on. That was rough. Dude, Did I you- didn't realize. I, like, grew a second chin. <laughs> it was so sad. I shaved it off. I was like, uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. This ain't good. I get it. Yeah. Then I still kept the handlebar mustache and a little bit of a goatee, and it was brutal. Yeah, that wasn't a good look. No, it wasn't a good look. That's every yeah. fucking Staples manager you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> Pretty much. That is God awesome. God damn. Oh, my God. I don't Can know what up? kind of ink your printer takes. Did you read the manual? What are you guys talking about in here? Find out next episode of... Working Class Nerds.